Welcome back to the Master of None podcast, where we go 365 days, bringing you a podcast every single day. Nothing is off the table. The intention of this podcast is to master the short form podcast, as well as informing, as well as entertaining. So sit back, relax, and listen, and enjoy the show. So I think sometimes it's really easy to get caught up in the moment, and this is kind of like a a I don't know I think as as I get a little bit older there there is a mindset that I start to realize that sometimes political ideology is not always the best for your mental health and I mean that in the sense that we can have our political thinking and our political expressions and and have our own ideology of politics but sometimes looking at people and telling them they're wrong and trying to find reasons they're wrong sometimes can be a representation of your own ego, allowing things to take over and dictate who you are as a person. You know, and it's and it's, sometimes it's not always about who you are with your political beliefs, but it's about coming together and understanding that someone has a different perspective of you, to be patient and understand it. And I think as a result of this, we get kind of in this process of how do we start to have relationships with people? You know, at least I think about this is, where it's like your political engagement isn't the first thing you think about when you meet someone. You're generally judging them on the content of their character and who they are as a person. Why is that relevant? It Sometimes this could be a situation where there's a point of disconnection where are we in an environment where the media has had so much power that we think that a lot of us are separated through thinking, that we think because if you pick a certain political topic, you have a different ideology on it, then you are wrong, so as a result of being wrong, that it's less than? Or is it the simple fact that it's like, hey, you have your ideology, you have what you think, you know, why can't we come together and be a little bit more understanding? I really think about this a lot as it relates to what happened during the pandemic and COVID. Now we look at COVID, the WHO came out this week indicating that the pandemic is over. But if we look back at the pandemic and we analyze kind of this assessment of what was right and wrong, and political ideology, we can go back to the standpoint of what happened with Joe Rogan and Ivermectin. There's literal proof of the mainstream media taking a narrative and dictating it in a way that seems really, really unprofessional in the sense that it's like this is a person with a different ideology and a different way of thinking, and we need to come together to talk. We need to come together to understand and provide insight to argue the minutia of ivermectin as a river blind medicine doesn't really help anybody in understanding how to become better as it relates to covid how have you guys healthier where did covid come from should we be how mindful should we be of it it's the point of being like well if ivermectin worked for you and it's something that helps then that's really important i think these kind of stories and these issues go down to a practical aspect and sometimes we need to practice certain steps in order not to get so caught up in them. I think probably one of the best things to do is actually looking at a university site from Boston University. There's literally a, ca- a class called Coping with Social Political Stress. So much so that they had to create a class upon it. Now, I do think probably political stress feels real sometimes, especially as people are consuming more media than ever. And narratives trickle down. If we look at the narratives happening on the news, the trickle-down effect from podcasting, podcasting then transpires into into TikTok, social media, 
all these avenues, it's easier to be more influenced by the media now than ever, which you probably don't really can think about. But whenever you're doing this, whenever you feel like you were kind of absorbed in something, it's good to take a step back. And this course really indicates a few steps from a mental health standpoint. You want to limit your intake of news and social media. You know, it's like if you're feeling distracted by what the media, what what is happening in the media, limit your consumption of Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, social media sources, and include watching and reading the news. Take a break from media. I know it's a crazy thought process, but the media doesn't like that. Take a break from it. That impacts revenue. That impacts money. But for your mental health, sometimes it is better. It's not like Chicken Little and the sky is not falling. I know everybody wants to present that narrative, but they present that narrative because they want to keep you engaged. They want to keep you watching. They want to keep the dopamine going. They want to keep the oxycodone, oxytocin, 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 oh God, flowing, your dopamines, interacting with that. So as we do this, it's really important to maintain this, and this is what this course is talking about. Maintain your routine and engage in healthy activities. I think this is really, really important. You yourself have to have enough discipline to maintain your social, physical, mental discipline, your mental health, as well as your social, physical, what you're consuming, what you're eating, and what you're absorbing through those standpoints. Practice a relaxation tactic, meditation. You know, this. I think what's really important, too, is walking. What's so funny is sometimes it feels like as a society within this modern construct, we get away from long-term walking. But if you're in New York, you're in a metropolitan, metropolitan area, but taking walks is really good for mental health. And I talk about this because I think mental health is a very, very important thing to be aware of. All right. So breathing, breathing is really important, you know, listening to music. And I really put this out as a helpful means just to be a reminder, hey, you know, it's okay to really practice the steps needed for your mental health. It's really important to engage in that. And talk about this course. It's like when we look at this course too, it talks about fear of the future. Handling stress, meditation, feeling overwhelmed, panicking, grounding, maintaining stress in an uncertain time. I know a lot of people might look at this and I'm, I might look at this and be like, wow, I can't believe this is a course. But when I see this information, what it really tells me is that these are steps to better understand how to maintain a relationship with social media. Social media in itself creates these steps where people get so engaged with it they don't know how to detach and what it is to be human. So that's why the grounding and the maintaining the stress and working on the process of what it takes to feel overwhelmed. Why are you so scared of the future? How are you handling stress? Social media can exacerbate this. And we look at it too in different generations. Generation G, I'm sorry, G, Generation Z as a result of not going out and partying and sometimes not even expressing themselves as much sexually this is a trans this is a transition point to where it could be a fact that you know there's not the national the necessary steps to create social media hygiene which is now a really important aspect of mental health you know that's why the importance of moving your body we look at the obesity rate within the united states we combat that with some social media use we have and we have a potential dilemma here where people are not really grounding in and being themselves and focusing on what it means to be human absorbing information data and doing all these analytics and watching tv sometimes is really not a human experience it's not our lifelong role to relax and sit back and always take the easy path sometimes we have to be challenged next we have to recognize your limits 
remember that you may not essentially or always understand what it takes to do something. Maybe you do need more time with certain things, and maybe you need to understand as a human you do have certain limits, and that's fine too. I think as it relates to me being dyslexic, I know my limits, and that actually helps me be more powerful because I know what I'm capable of. Engage in healthy community and seek community. This right now is the current dilemma we face right now in the United States is the lack of community. You know, we look at a lot of these studies that indicate the, the how within the 90s, early 90s, people had more friends. Men in their 30s had more friends. As a result, now we see the impact that the friend groups are actually growing smaller. People are having a harder time connecting. Well, if you look at kind of the means of how it takes to connect to have a friend, you know, having a friend takes about 30 hours to have just a general friend of interacting with them. But if you interact with them for 300 hours consistently, that creates a better, strong relationship and bond. That's what it takes, is consistently seeing people, seeking them out, and being there for somebody. That's why community is so important. It's important for your mental health. Acknowledging what you're feeling. You know, I know this seems a little bit out there, but these things can help people who are currently in a situation where they are afraid of their mental health, their mental well-being. Get active. Remember that the self and community care is all about connection and always do stay informed with what's going on. But I really talk about this because I think as we get into this next cycle of what's going to happen in 2024, we're looking at the impact of Joe Biden, we're looking at what's happening with Donald Trump. And if I'm using this platform for anything as a podcaster, it's to maintain the fact that we do not need to be divisive in how we look at one another. We don't need to maintain and look and point the finger at the other side for the way they believe. We can understand it, we can disagree on it, and we can determine how we vote to do that. But pointing the finger and telling somebody they're wrong doesn't help any type of information as it relates. What we need to do. So as we look at those situations, it's really important to understand we're transitioning into a new time. And I just say, hey, have patience with people. Understand they have different lifestyles. They've been brought up in different ways, and they have a different understanding of the world. We can't always make this assumption that everyone's going to think the way we think, and we think the way is right. That's not what it is. It's about understanding that what it means to be in an environment where thinking free thoughts matter, where having your own critical understanding of the government, your critical understanding of people do matter. I'm not saying believe everything you hear, believe everything you see. I do believe that independent thinking is the most relevant thing we have as humans. The ability to understand that and have patience and compassion. This episode tonight is really focusing on that message because it's so easy to get caught up in a divisive thought process. Sometimes I feel like what we look at as a nation is created to sometimes set us apart. So we do think things differently so we can determine it, vote, and look at people and say they are wrong. Like, what if the goal was divisiveness? What if each party's goal was to create divisiveness amongst the voters in order to have a situation where you could have a two-party system? I know this is kind of me thinking out loud, but sometimes it feels that way. Why do we look at these, these situations and point the finger and always say, you're wrong, as opposed to saying, what is the solution? How do we get better at something? How do we get better as a nation? You know, it's like that is really the true 
aspect of being in 2024, looking at the years as a, you know, because sometimes people look at years as a representation of why life should be better. So that's me on my soapbox tonight, really using this platform to say, hey, it's okay if people think different from you. It's okay, you know. And luckily we have a system where we can vote on it, but we don't always have to look at someone and judge them based upon the way they live. Because at the end of the day, we're all humans. I've been to a lot of different countries. I've interacted with a lot of different people. And I've spoken different languages. And one thing I always see is that people generally want the same thing. They want to be happy. They want to be healthy. And they want their family to do well. And those concepts are the most important concepts we see. So that's my message for this evening. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll get back to you tomorrow.